0: Come follow him podcast. This podcast is created by the Boise Nampa Institute of Religion for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Here, we hope to help young adults find relevant principles each week as they study the assigned Come Follow Me scripture block as outlined by the church. This episode is simply two institute teachers talking about what they see in the scriptures that might be relevant to your life. It is not intended to speak for the church or to definitively define doctrines or policies. Any opinions shared here are just that, our opinions, as we have learned to come follow him. I'm your host, Matt Swenson. Let's jump in. Welcome back everybody. Uh, good to be with you I'm here today. Excited to be with uh, Brother Brendan Felix, uh, who is a fantastic institute instructor uh, here at the BoysNamp Institute. And uh, brother, welcome. Thank you, man. Uh, it's good to be with you. Uh, you've just been called into a state presidency. I have. How's that going? That's uh, It's been busy.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm to learn some things. Well,
0: congratulations. Things. Congratulations. So, that's a cool cool assignment, uh, way to serve, and uh, speaks to you and just who you are. We're uh, Thank you. grateful for you around here. You. Um, <clears throat> anything new going on in your life you want to share? Um, just this week, we're we're starting Institute. Yeah, this, this that's right. January
1: 9th or yeah. whatever tomorrow. And that's right. You release these on Sundays, yeah, yeah. right? Sunday mornings,
0: yeah. So, okay,
1: so yeah, tomorrow is the first week of Institute. We're back in a new semester. That's right.
0: Excited. Yeah, so if you're around town, we'd love to have you come down. If you're in one of the 14 other countries, then feel free to keep listening. Yeah, that might be a long commute. <laughs> if, you, so. if, you, if you make it into town, we'll take you. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's good to have you all here. Um, Brother Felix, we're going to be in uh, Matthew chapter 2 and Luke chapter 2, right? Yes. And uh, and so just a little bit of background from, from what we talked about last week. we. Uh, we had Zacharias and Elizabeth uh, miraculously um, being being uh, with child mm-hmm. um, with John the Baptist. We had Christ uh, and the annunciation of his uh, birth uh, to Mary and to Joseph. And so uh, where we left things off was Christ was about to be born. And, uh, and the announcements had been made. In fact, I just might uh, point to one thing in Luke chapter... Uh, to, sorry, Luke chapter one. Um, after we got done talking last week, Brother Edwards uh, mentioned something that I think is probably just worth saying. Um, and uh, this is in Luke chapter 1, verse 65, 66 and 80, uh, remembering that Elizabeth had left uh, uh, being told that she was going to be pregnant and she'd kind of hid herself for five months earlier in this chapter. When we get to verse 65. Um, the the baby has been born, and all of the people that found out um, about the birth uh, are there. And fear came on all that dwelt round about them, and all these sayings were noised abroad throughout all the hill country of Judea. And all they that heard them laid them up in their hearts, saying, What manner of child shall this be? and the hand of the Lord was with him. And then verse 80, And the child grew and waxed strong in spirit, and was in the desert till the day he was shewing unto Israel. So this is John the Baptist uh, being born, and, and because of that experience, he would have had a, a group of followers at that point. But um, I just think that's an important component to touch on before we jump into Christ's birth, that John was born a, a few months earlier, and uh, by the time he is a man, he's got his uh, followers preparing the way. For the Savior, uh, which we'll get to much later, but uh, today we're we're with wise men and we're we're doing some some uh, maybe Christmas-like things definitely in discussion. Definitely. So just a few so, weeks past Christmas, yeah, that's right. So, so so jump us in. Where would we start?
1: Uh, let me start actually with President Nelson. Okay, um, just maybe as a, a backdrop for all of this, in April 2020, he gave a great message called "Hear Him." Mm-hmm. We we recognize this as part of that's his. Right prophetic uh, desires for all of us to come to come to hear him. And one of the things that he said was this, as we seek to be disciples of Jesus Christ, our efforts to hear him need to be even more intentional. Hmm. It takes conscious and consistent effort to fill our daily lives with his words, his teachings and his truths. Hmm. And he goes, to share, share, uh, goes on to share various places where we can learn to hear him. We can go to the scriptures, we can go to the temple. Um, family history, uh, we can listen to prophets, seers, and revelators. And as I, as I thought about these chapters and I looked at these chapters, we're seeing people coming to, to hear him. Yeah. We're seeing people that are learning how to recognize messages and are acting on those. Yeah, looking those for messages. those things. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So if, if we go right to Matthew, mm-hmm. uh, Matthew chapter 2, we have some people that have heard him or heard about him. We have the wise men coming, the, the magi, and um, as we we learn from the institute manual, we don't know much about them, uh, but we definitely know that that somehow along the way, deity has revealed to them that there's this promised Messiah, sure. Messiah that's going to be born, sure. and knowing that there's going to be going to be a star that's going to direct them. Now, they didn't know exactly, when they, when they get close enough, they didn't know exactly where to go. And so we, we learn that they're going to go and approach Herod
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and, and ask these questions in verse 2. Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. Yeah. So then Herod troubled at the saints. Uh, Joseph Smith translation tells us that, uh, that he, was, uh, he was greatly, he greatly feared because mm-hmm. of this. Uh, but he goes back to his chief priests and his scribes and, and demands where Christ should be and they, from the, the writings of prophets, know that he's going to be in Bethlehem, the, yeah. the prophecy in Micah that yeah. we studied in Old Testament right, this, yeah. Last, yeah. this last year. But right here we have this, uh, an example of what President Nelson is talking about, that we can go to the scriptures mm-hmm. and we can hear him in the scriptures, we can yeah. find out these this information.
0: Yeah, that's important and, and, and maybe just a little bit of history there that Herod was the king of the area but he was under the Roman rule as well so uh, he, he might have been afraid for a couple of reasons one didn't want to stir up an issue in his well, amongst with his Rome. people right with Rome and two that, that this was the prophesied king right coming and uh, maybe there was some fear that uh, he would actually take his rightful place on the throne so so a couple of reasons that Herod might have been mm-hmm. uh, a little troubled there um, but uh, but the the uh, wise men get some direction. Yeah. Where to go? Yeah. Yeah. They they hear. Yeah. Excellent. And, 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 and am I right that that uh, in that conversation Herod says, "You find out and you come back and tell me." Definitely. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. And and so that's the direction they were given. Uh, in, in verse eight, go and search diligently for the yeah. young child, and when you have found, him, bring me word again that I may yeah. come and worship him also. So right. certainly not a yeah. <laughs> not a sincere desire oh, no. that we that we know uh, just from his actions actions later. Yeah. But uh, they follow they follow the star as prophesied, uh, star leading the way. Uh, in verse eleven, we we get to the point where they come and they they see him in in the house, uh-huh. and when they were coming to the house, they saw the young child with the mother with Mary his mother. So we get the, the the idea and the concept that this was a few years yeah,
0: after. It had a house now. Yes.
1: Right. Yeah. And so I guess to to be on the right timeline, let's go to let's go to Luke 2. Yeah, sure. The the famous Christmas story, the one that is often read on Christmas Eve or Christmas yeah. Day.
0: Mm-hmm. His uh, his birth story, right? Mhm. Definitely. Yeah.
1: Do it. We learn that uh, that all the world is c- should come in and be taxed. Uh, in the, the footnotes from the Joseph Smith translation, his empire should be taxed, and then the additional footnote in Greek means to be enrolled or registered. So some sort of sure. census, perhaps, uh, yeah. keeping track of the yeah, track right. of the kingdom. And so Joseph and Mary, being from the the house of David, are going to be going going to Bethlehem mm-hmm. uh, because of both of their lineages. Trace back yeah. uh, that kingly lineage right, that yeah. they have. Uh, he's with he's with Mary, and in, in the we we have this wonderful verse in verse seven. And she brought forth her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them mm-hmm. in the inn. Footnote: mm-hmm. Joseph Smith translation in the inns. So there was some some looking yeah. uh, for some for effort. a place,
0: yeah. but not not finding. I learned anything. something interesting about swaddling clothes. Can I share that? Sure. Uh, swaddling bands um, were actually carried with people when they traveled away from their homes and they were, according to the law of Moses, uh, when someone passed away they needed to be wrapped in uh, their burial bands fairly quickly and uh, when you were away from home, uh, there was a a concern that you wouldn't be properly cared for according to the law of Moses, if you didn't have your own bands, nobody would give you theirs and, Mm -hmm. and so there was a fear that they wouldn't have had that ready uh, if something had happened to one of them. And so isn't it interesting that the bands that they wrapped the Savior in were th- probably their own burial um, bands, yeah. um, and that, that the Savior in his birth would have been uh, maybe pointed directly to uh, the sacrifice that one day he'd made in uh, in just what he was wrapped in that night. Mm. It's kind of interesting, just, yeah. just a little anecdotal about uh, how that how the culture was at the time, something that they they would have kept with them on traveling. So anyway, just kind of interesting. Work. We
1: we see also that there's foreshadowing and pointing towards his mission and mm-hmm. who was who it was announced to that right. was that was born. We yeah. see him, uh, the shepherds being told uh, in verse ten. Angels coming to the shepherd, fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. Mm-hmm. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Mm. He, shall find, he shall be, and this shall be a sign unto you, you shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. Mm. And then you have the, the host of heaven singing. But we have, we have this announcement coming to the, to the shepherds. Um, Brother Todd B. Parker down at uh, a professor of uh, ancient scripture at BYU uh, in a great talk called "True Doctrine Understood," changes attitudes and behaviors. He was talking about the, the types and symbols of Christ through the sure. Old Testament, through the New Testament, right. just yeah. through through everything. Um, in fact, he he said this in one of his in, in part of that talk. He said, "When we can understand that Christ is the master teacher, the universe is his classroom, and the curriculum is the atonement, we just oh, can, wow. can see that through yeah. all." Right. But this is what he said about shepherds. He said. Those lambs used for sacrifice had to be firstborn. I don't know if you've considered Jesus's birth in the light of his being the Lamb of God. To whom did the angels go to announce the birth of the Lamb of God? Hmm. Specific shepherds were assigned to tend the flocks of sheep to be used in temple sacrifices. Only certified firstborn lambs could be used. The shepherds were the eyewitness of which lambs were firstborn. Hmm. So when the Lamb of God was born, where did the angels go? (laughs) To the shepherds, why? Because that was their job, to witness the birth of firstborn
0: lambs. That's really cool. I really so, like that. Say his name again for us. Todd B. Parker. And the talk was uh,
1: "True Doctrine Understood Changes Attitudes and Behaviors." That quote from yeah, from, you're right. from uh, President Packer. Yeah. and it was January twentieth, twenty fifteen.
0: I love that idea. You so, know, there, there's a, a little farther down that um, that idea. The uh, manger that the Savior would have been laid in, it was actually typical for um, shepherds to lay the firstborn in mangers, the sheep in mangers, um, until they were sure on their feet so they didn't fall over and get cuts and break legs and things like that. And so the manger would have been um, a, a symbol, uh, that, and that's actually the, the the sign, right? The sign set that the angel says, this will be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, which meant something to them back then, mm-hmm. and lying in a manger, right? Which also would have meant something to them. But I love that idea that, that they would have been the witness yeah. of the firstborn, the firstborn. Yeah, that's pretty awesome
1: And of course it goes on to, to the more the more symbolism right that jesus is the is the good shepherd yeah uh jesus is this this lamb of god and yeah. so that connection Beautiful. there that's cool. but then we see another way to hear him we mm-hmm. see we see angels yeah uh so so far we've 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 had wise men that are directed by scripture mm-hmm. prophecy uh we have some
0: shepherds that are direct, directed by
1: directed by angels
0: yeah and and i might point that <clears throat> you know, sometimes the way we hear him is a little scary to us. Mm-hmm. You know, you get a new calling into a stake presidency, and that's a that's a way to hear him, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> right? Yep. And the, and the the changes that come on you to to fulfill that assignment. And I think sometimes, just like these shepherds, right, the the uh, they were sore afraid uh, when I think any of us seeing an angel come out of the, the heavens might be mm-hmm. a little afraid. But but I think that's important to us as we learn to hear him is. Sometimes it is a little scary to hear the things we're hearing and the, the changes we need to make in our lives and the choices that uh, the, the Spirit prompts us to, to be making. And that's okay. I think that we have, um, we have some trepidation uh, is okay. But, but actual fear, angels always come um, and say, fear not. We talked last uh, week about how the angel that came to Zechariah said, fear not. The angel that came to Mary said, fear not. These angels say the same thing. Uh, to these shepherds, uh, inviting them to not be afraid, because fear, uh, we learn from the Book of Mormon, isn't uh, from our Father in Heaven; it's from the adversary. You would have us shy away from uh, the the feelings and the promptings of the Spirit and actions. Which makes me think of a, a, a great
1: talk from Elder Holland again, a BYU devotional. Cast not away thy confidence, yeah. um, quoting quoting from the New Testament, where uh, once you've been enlightened. Don't don't cast away those confidences, yeah. even though yeah. even though they may be a little bit fearful. They may take us yeah. in places that we just don't right. quite know or yeah. understand. We're or not might feel we're
0: not comfortable, comfortable in them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I love that. Definitely. I love that. Perfect. Keep keep us moving. Well, let's
1: let's go back to let's okay. go back to Matthew. Matthew. Okay, uh, because now we have some some things that need to happen as far as some more hearing him, uh, but also just a uh, by way of protection for mm. this for this little babe. Um, one of the things that happened for these wise men, in verse 12, after they, they, they visit the house in verse 11 and give their gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Right. Verse 12, and being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed into their own country mm. another way. Mm. So we have dreams as another way of, of, of communications. Yeah. Uh, this is not something that's, that's new in this story already. In chapter one, I'm sure Brother yeah. Edwards perhaps brought this up, as, as Joseph's wondering, do I, do I marry this girl? Yeah. Do I, do I, um, in a dream comes this fear not to take unto thee, marry thy wife. Yeah.
0: And how cool that, that all three of these, or however many wise men there were, right, mm-hmm. um, all received the same dream. So they woke yeah. up the next morning and realized, oh, we're supposed to do the same thing. It's cool the way the lord works sometimes that way isn't it
1: yep and well, this is not certainly not the only dream in this in this chapter too sure. we're gonna have we're gonna have three more uh, so we're gonna have four to joseph hmm. one to the, the the wise men dreams are a way that the heavenly father can communicate yeah not certainly not every dream right. we've got to be we've got to be careful <laughs> be careful with that yeah uh, but elder holland he gave a christmas devotional just a couple years back in 2020 uh, called The Dreams of Bethlehem, huh. and he talked about this concept of, well, he mentioned all of these dreams that are, that are coming to various individuals. And then he said this, for me personally, it is significant that all of this unfolds in the night. Hmm. That period when muscles relax, fatigue is laid to rest, when prayers are said, when revelation is anticipated and divine beings are most likely to be near,
0: mm, that's interesting. Kind of.
1: Sometimes you hear about wake up early in the morning, right, yeah. You know, and, yeah. and be fresh. Right. But he also talks about there's this this, this opportunity well, when you when you go down night.
0: Well, that's true too, right? Joseph uh, received his experience and training from uh, Moroni at, at night, in the middle mm-hmm. of the night. Mm-hmm. You know, multiple times at night. That's interesting. Yeah.
1: Uh, Elder Holland, just one more thought on this dream thing. Elder uh, he quoted Elder Parley P. Pratt, who said, "God has revealed many important instructions by means of dreams. Then the nerves are unstrung, and the whole of human of mortal humanity lies hushed in quiet slumber, and the spiritual organs converse with deity, with angels, and with the spirits of just men made perfect." Wow, that's cool. So. Well, don't love, discount dreams.
0: No, yeah, and I love that. And, and you know, as as maybe the theme we're, we're coming to is uh, how we hear him, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and what you've painted for us as a background. I wonder if sometimes uh, we can recognize that uh, uh, the your Lord uses multiple ways to speak to us. And I think sometimes we look for the one way we feel and recognize the most. Um, but, uh, but maybe we ought to be looking for him in mm-hmm. other spaces and other ways, dreams maybe even in our lives. That's cool. Now we'd we'd be
1: careful. Uh, Dreams often sometimes are are, are just nothing, uh, right? (laughs) right? Uh, President uh, Wilford Woodruff said, the the Lord warned Joseph in a dream to take the young child Jesus and his mother into Egypt, and thus he was saved from the wrath of Herod. Hmm. Hence there are a great many things taught us in dreams that are true. And if a man has the spirit of God, he can tell the difference between what is from the Lord and what is not. Yeah. And I want to say to my brethren and sisters, whenever you have a dream that you feel is from the Lord, pay attention. Yeah, so, yeah that's cool. So stay close to the spirit and know that uh, you can you can understand. Yeah, you.
0: that's that's really great. I, I think I mentioned last week when I uh, am living the most right, at those few times in my life I can look back on, uh, I have felt that some of my dreams were mm-hmm. telling me what I should be doing. Mm-hmm. But that, that directs us to the righteous, right? When you're righteous and, the, yeah. and you can feel the Spirit's prompting that, then that's yeah, cool. But but maybe to be a little bit careful.
1: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not a dreamer. Mm-hmm. I, I know it has worked for my, my wife that has mm-hmm. has woken up and having dreamed about someone and said, I really need to contact him yeah. today and, right. and had followed that prompting. Cool. So however we're hearing him, I, I do think there's another another message in here about <laughs> What we do once we get that prompting. Uh, We see in Matthew that often, we we talk about in the wonderful Book of Mormon, the Nephi, the go and do principle. I like to refer to these couple chapters in Matthew 1 and 2 as the the take and took principle. Mm. Uh, It's kind of the go and do. So for instance, in chapter 1, I know that you talked about that with Brother Edwards, but it says, once he has this dream, it says, Fear not to take unto thee, Mary thy thy wife. Mm. You jump down to verse 24 and it says, And he took unto him his wife. In verse 13 of chapter 2, uh, And when they departed, behold, the angel Lord appeared unto Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise and take the young child and his mother and flee into Egypt. Mm-hmm. Verse 14, When he arose, he took huh? the young child. Yeah. Verse verse 20, uh, Another dream, Arise and take the young child and his mother and go into the land of Israel. Huh. Verse 21, And he arose and took. And so often we're like, go and do, go and do. Yeah. Uh, yeah once you hear take take and took yeah that's cool uh, get on it and and yeah. do what the lord wants you to do i and, really like that and joseph is a great example of that, that yeah and,
0: and to get and out just... of not only not only that but to get out of what you know right i mean take the take them so far away down into egypt mm-hmm. that's a uh, you know that was that was a place they'd left that was a place his people had left intentionally saying we're going to go find the promised land and so for the lord to say Hey, get out of this place that we know is the promised land and go back to mm-hmm. this old that would have been that might have been hard. It might have been hard to go back there and not have maybe the things and the comforts you would have had living amongst people that wouldn't have believed the same things as you um, to raise the Christ in that era, environment yeah. would be would be interesting yeah
1: And then to just stay open to the prompting yeah. because when it's when it's time to come back yeah uh, he needs to get back in to not just Israel but specifically in 22 another dream, the, the fourth one to Joseph. Uh, to go and, and dwell in a city called Nazareth. Yeah.
0: Go back after after Herod and his people yeah. had died, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that's cool. I like that. I like that. Well, what about this little story about Herod and uh, and uh, feeling mocked and was it sixteen there? Is, yes. Is there, is there um, something there we we had to look at?
1: Well, it, we, we know the story when Herod, when he saw that he was mocked of the wise men, was exceedingly wroth and sent forth and slew all the children that were in Bethlehem and mm-hmm. all the coasts thereof from two years old and under. Mm-hmm. There, there's been conversation. some Herod enthusiasts, I don't know, or experts. <laughs> is that a thing? I don't know.
0: Uh, some Fun. Herod experts have said,
1: well, we don't know how, how true or accurate that, that story is. Huh. But uh, for us that say... Uh, Moses is a great type and symbol of Jesus Christ. One of the things that we see in Moses is the, the edict by Pharaoh to, to kill those children. Yeah. And so then Herod has this same edict. And so for us to say, I don't know if it's true or not, I think we look and say, if Moses
0: truly is a type
1: and symbol, then yeah, I
0: lean towards this, this yeah. taking place. Might be there, yeah. Um, yeah. Interesting, interesting. Um, yeah, so the so the the wise men don't go back, right? They, nope. they don't go back and Herod feels mocked and goes through that experience. Um, and uh, the the prophecy is fulfilled um, that uh, that had been spoken that uh, that uh, that event would occur right mm-hmm. and uh, that, and that's that's Jeremiah. another witness you're like well okay yeah. if Jeremiah is right. prophesying about this lamenting of yeah. of
1: Israel the loss of those yeah terms. let's we'll it's lean interesting to it's that.
0: interesting and it's also interesting that John the Baptist uh, survives that experience right mm-hmm. maybe part of the reason he was living out in the wilderness. Um, yeah. But uh, trying to keep him safe and away from Herod and his uh, wicked way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Cool.
1: Let's, let's jump to Luke 2. Okay. Uh, possibly, well, but most certainly, before they leave for Egypt, before the warning, okay. the warning comes, Mary and Joseph are gonna go and they're gonna do the things that they're supposed to do according to the Law of Moses. Okay. We've got the, the circumcision, we've got the, the sacrifice that's supposed to happen in the temple, sure. and we run into just two individuals that are uh, just briefly mentioned, uh, a few verses each, um, but I think can, can lead us towards hearing him okay. and, and being in tune again. So cool. the first individual is a, a gentleman by the name of Simeon in verse 25, mm-hmm. so Luke 2, 25. Mm-hmm. And it says, and behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And the same man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Ghost was upon him. And what had the Holy Ghost revealed? What had he heard? And it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord Christ. Yes. So Simeon's waiting in the temple, serves in the temple. And when Mary and Joseph bring in this child, he, he begins to, uh, to, to talk about this. Um, verse 30, For my eyes have seen thy salvation, and, and Simeon blesses them, uh, but says unto the unto the child, uh, or says unto the mother, so this might be a little hard for Mary at this sure. point, even early on, uh, verse 34, Simeon blessed them and said unto Mary his mother, Behold, this child is set for the fall and rise again of many in Israel, mm. and for a sign which shall be spoken against. But Then here's the, perhaps the hard part, Yea, a sword shall pierce through thy own soul also. Mm that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. Mm. And so a little foreshadowing what's going to take place. But yeah, Simeon, sure. prophesying by the Spirit, but having at some point heard the Holy Ghost witness to him mm. that, that he would not see death until he sees Yeah,
0: death. you know, I love that. I, I, and I appreciate that you're identifying others that were righteous at the time. Um, I had a student just a day or two ago ask me, we were talking about apostasies and how an apostasy is the lack of priesthood leadership uh, really on, on earth and, um, and, and without a, a prophetic leader, right? Mm-hmm. And, and his uh, question was, so does that mean there's no righteous people living during those times? And obviously the answer is no, right? We have people who are good and faithful trying to, uh, to follow the Savior even if uh, there's no, no prophet to lead them as a group. Um, we have examples like this and right, John the, John the Baptist being the first again maybe to, to be doing that. So thank you for pointing that out. That's great. There's a second, though.
1: There is. Yeah. Verse 36. We have a, a lady by the name of Anna. And we really do not know much about her. We have three verses about sure. Anna. Um, verse 36 says, And there was one Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was of a great age, and she had lived with a husband seven years from her virginity, and she was a widow... Of about four score and four years, mm. which departed not from the temple, but served God with fasting and prayers night and day. So we have some other, some other connections to hearing him. Yeah. We have, she's, she's in the temple all the time. Yeah. And she would be quite old at this point, but goes to the temple often. Serving God is gonna increase that opportunity for us to hear. Fasting and prayers night and day uh, is gonna increase that opportunity to, to hear as well. Mm. Verse 38. And she, coming in that instant, gave thanks likewise unto the Lord, and spake of him to all them that looked for redemption. We see that at some point, she must have been re- revealed to her who who he is. Yeah, sure. That she has this uh, revelation of some degree that this is who he is. And then, once she knows, then what does she do? She spake of him to all yeah. them that looked for redemption.
0: Yeah, that's the idea that... Uh that uh, once you know, your, your default is to share. Mm-hmm. But it's also the idea that, that you would know him when you see him, right? That, that she was so close, uh, being in the temple as often as she was, that as soon as she saw him, what does it say, immediately? Mm-hmm. Uh, that she immediately uh, revered him, I think, his telling of who she was and how she was living. Love that.
1: President Oaks, in talking about Simeon and Anna, he said this, Anna and Simeon were eyewitnesses to the infant, but just like the Savior's apostle, Their knowledge of his divine mission came through the witness of the Holy Ghost. Mm. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy, and that's Revelation 19.10. He goes on, therefore we can properly say that when each received this witness, Simeon was a prophet and Anna was a prophetess. Even then fulfilled the prophetic duty to testify to those around him. Mm. And so uh, having this witness born to them and then fulfilling the duty to to share that.
0: Yeah, that's really cool, and 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 maybe there's a lesson for us, right? That I think the Spirit comes to us and confirms things that we're learning and things that we know we should do, and and, uh, and then we get out of that moment, and uh, and we maybe don't mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. often. And and I think that uh, the more we can be like the Savior in that thing, learning line upon line and precept upon precept, grace for grace, right? That that when I'm given some knowledge and I act on it I'm given more knowledge and immediately yeah. I, I can grow and become more. I mean these two I think are perfect examples of that, that they they had been given knowledge and they just acted on that knowledge uh, went and took maybe as you, mm-hmm. you had said. Take and, earlier, took. Right. Yep. Take and took, yeah. Yeah, I love that. Thank you. T- what else? Anything else in here? Um, we have the, the
1: marvelous story of when they go to the go to the temple when jesus is 12
0: yeah right
1: uh, that starts down in verse 40 42 when he was 12 years old they went up to jerusalem yeah uh we know that the story he's going to tarry in jerusalem joseph and <laughs> and mary they leave not knowing i, I guess assuming i guess we've, we've all yeah. maybe had a few different kids in our right. car and thinking thinking they're they're buckled in or whatever and, right and uh But then, when they go back, verse forty-six tells us, and it came to pass that after three days they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the doctors, both hearing them and asking them questions. But great Joseph Smith translation, where it says rather than hearing him and asking both hearing them and asking them questions, Mm -hmm. we
0: have and they were
1: hearing him and asking him
0: questions. That's cool. Speaks to his knowledge, even mm-hmm. as a as a twelve as a twelve year old. That's that's significant. You know, I love I love, uh, <clears throat> and maybe you want to speak about this more. But but I love when uh, Christ says, you know, his parents are. I don't know that they're angry with him, but but saying like, why did you <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> hello? And his response is, how is it that ye sought me? Wish you know that? wish ye not that I must be about my Father's business? Uh, and they understood not the saying which he spake unto them. They're, they're not quite fully understanding what that means. And he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was was subject unto them. But his mother kept all these sayings in her heart. There's something here that I just think is really touching. Mary has this pattern in her. When the when the wise men had come earlier in this chapter, um, in uh, 16 maybe through 19, um, the wise men come, they see the baby, they, they noise it abroad that he has been born, right? Mm-hmm. And then... Um,
1: Verse 19.
0: Yeah, and then verse 19, the same thing. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. That same kind of idea that uh, sometimes when we hear him, we should go out and share. But sometimes the things we're learning are so sacred and so personal and so uh, connected to us and our own growth that maybe we need to be a little like Mary and keep those things in us. Um, and keep them sacred, and, and share them only with very few. And you know, patriarchal blessings may be an example of that that most mm-hmm. understand. But, mm-hmm. but I think there are things in my life I've been taught by the Spirit that I really just wouldn't share with other people. I, I think it's so sacred and so personal to me that maybe we take a cue from Mary and in that a little bit, and ponder them in our heart a little.
1: Oh, I, I think that's it's a, a great principle. Uh, President Packer, uh, back in um, 1983, mm-hmm. he says. It is not wise to continually talk of unusual spiritual experiences. They are to be guarded with care and shared only when the Spirit itself prompts you to use them to the yeah. blessing of others. Yeah. So have got to be, be careful with this, with this hearing hymn. Right. There are some things that absolutely we need to we need to spread abroad but like the shepherds yeah. did, yeah. but then also be a, a Mary and, and ponder these things in your
0: heart. Yeah, and then when the Spirit has prompted you to share it, man, that's power. That mm-hmm. that power comes when the Spirit is prompting you and then can affirm it to the people you're sharing it with. That, then it becomes taught by the spirit not by you Um, and i think that's maybe why that we wait for the spirit to tell us on those most sacred things so that it can be the teacher then too not me um, on those things that that we've only been taught by the spirit but that we can be taught everything by the spirit is is significant right yeah yeah i love that i love that
1: you brought up that in his answer uh how is it you saw me Wished ye not that i must be about my father's business Yeah. as far as we know this is the first recorded statement by the Savior in, in mortality, in yeah. his mortal life, as a 12-year-old. Right, yeah. yeah. Nothing else quoted by him. Uh-huh. But if you go to his last mortal statement, hmm. hanging on the cross, uh, we have uh, in, in Matthew, and, and there's also in, in Luke, as, or excuse me, in John chapter 19, but in Matthew it talks about, uh, in Jesus, when he cried with a loud voice, yielded up the ghost. Hmm. The Joseph Smith translation says, and a loud voice saying, Father, it is finished. Thy will is done yielded up the ghost mm. so interesting that his first recorded words are I need to be about my father's business yeah. and the last recorded words in mortality is I did it I, I did, did all your business and so everything oh, in between cool. those those bookends statements yeah. is he's doing the father's will he's yeah. doing the father's business
0: yeah that's really cool and
1: um, so I, I I love that he's, ah. he's focused in
0: on that that's significant I love that
1: now I don't know that mom, that mom and dad got it Mary and Joseph got it yeah. Um but it, I love that even though they maybe didn't get it, <laughs> verse fifty, they understood not the sayings which right. he spake unto them. Yeah. Verse fifty-one, he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was subject unto them. Right. And so even though we may not, we may not get it, um, mm. when we hear him, yeah, Jesus is patient, and uh, and he kind of puts up with our mortal, yeah foibles and
0: well and, yeah. and understood his role as a child in their home yeah right that that mm-hmm. uh, you know there's a cross-reference there on that verse it takes us uh, at it's 51a that says uh, family children duties of and self-mastery yeah right that christ knew that he maybe knew more about his role in, in ministry um, but needed to respect his parents and understand that he was still under their care for all of his needs, probably at the age of 12 still, right? Yeah. And, uh, and respected them for that. And, uh, and, and, and I think that's maybe a lesson to us in our day, right? Mm-hmm. We, we have parents that are imperfect, um, and we see their imperfections. Um, but, but man, how much have they given? How much have they sacrificed on our behalf? And in most cases, even when, even when there's uh, things that have gone awry, uh, parents had us out of love. They reared us out of love. Uh, in most cases, and and to, to respect that, and okay. and what what did he say? Be subject unto them.
1: Be subject unto them. Yeah,
0: that, that that's a cool thing. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Um, maybe just in closing, um, the last verse. Yeah, yeah? certainly. Yeah.
1: Uh, the whole I think reason for the the children and youth program that's right. going on in the yeah. church today. This is the verse. Yep. And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. Yeah. And so we the we see the intellectual growth, we see the physical growth, we see the the spiritual and social yeah. social growth. Yeah. Recently, uh, my state president invited all of the state council to make a hundred goals, twenty five wow. in each of those categories. Wow! Really? Yeah. And I realized I wasn't as social as I <laughs> thought I maybe was. Wow! Uh, and, it, and and I didn't get all, I didn't get twenty five in each. Sure. But it's interesting, you, you kind of start really honing in and narrowing right. down, because you're like, I got to come up with a few more. Right. Come up with a few more. Wow. Uh, but, and, and he didn't invite us, okay, now go work on a right. Hall 100 yeah, all 100 things. <laughs> yeah, uh, But he said, let's <laughs> But know what you would do. Yeah. Pick a few, and and if we're going to invite the children and youth to live this program, hmm. then we as adults should be as well. And what a, what a great example that it's the Savior. It's
0: what He did. Isn't it interesting that when you do it on that scale, you see a deficiency in one of those three things in mm-hmm. yourself, right? That, that maybe the, did you say social was. was one
1: yeah, of I, I could come up with a lot of spiritual things. Oh, I want to read yeah. this. I want to study right. that. Yeah, I want yeah. to do this. And, yeah. and even physical because, you know, there's there are always pounds to lose or, or yeah, whatever. exercise right. to make. But, but then social, I'm like, I'm, I'm pretty good with hanging out with my wife at home. Yeah, keeping uh, it to ourselves. What social <laughs> things do I need to be doing? And yet That's interesting. he grew in
0: that. Well, maybe this podcast is uh, something you could maybe, figure out. out. There you go. After That's the a fact. Whole group of Done. people out there. 14 countries, right? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, Brother Felix, this has been great. Uh, I so appreciate uh, your preparation, your time. One of, one of the things I really love about being able to do this is and a blessing, uh, I think, to our listeners is uh, as seminary and institute teachers, we get an opportunity to study multiple talks and multiple ways to view the scriptures. Um, we have time to study them like maybe no, no one else on earth, and, and, um, and so we have talks that come to our mind just in conversation. Um, I'm so grateful for your willingness to, to put those thoughts down and to, to come so prepared to share. Uh, the, the things that prophets have said, that, that much of what we speak about is, uh, is grounded in the words of the prophets okay. because they heard him and, and we can learn to hear him through them, right? right. I love that. Absolutely. I love that. Um, in, in closing, is there, is there something you'd share with us? Anything else on this? Or, or tell us what you'd uh, have the young people in the world uh, know if, if you could speak to them all?
1: I think maybe end with where, where we began. Uh, President Nelson let, let's hear him. We see these examples of, of marvelous individuals in the scriptures that learned how to hear him and, and did, yeah. and then and, and then acted on that hearing. Uh, something he said again in his 2020 talk: "I renew my plea for you to do whatever it takes to increase your spiritual capacity to receive personal revelation." Mm-hmm. And and so that's my that would be my plea as well that each of us figure out those things that maybe are detracting from a, mm-hmm. uh, from hearing. Uh,
0: what are some things that can
1: increase our ability to hear? Yeah, and then just go and go and do that.
0: Man, hasn't that been a hasn't that been a, a theme of his ministry as a prophet? Is from from uh, remodeling our homes mm-hmm. to uh, looking for miracles uh, more than have ever been done in the gathering uh, to joining the battalion. Um, whatever it takes uh, to find ourselves there. Again. Brother Felix, thank you. Uh, I hope you'll be back with us again. Um, it's it's good to be with you, and grateful for your time today. Thank you. Okay, see you soon.